Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 108. And in today's podcast, we'll talk about uh, chemical ingestion scenarios. Uh, you don't hear it too often, um, and sometimes you don't hear it often because it's not a 100% um, um, has to be done right now um, type of like emergency. You know, you can't have it where um, chemical exposure does get inside your body. You do ingest it and it's a low enough dose that um, you really don't even know it. But then the chronic effects, of course, take case uh, too. But today we'll kind of talk about a couple of the scenarios that I've uh, heard about. I've, I've, I've witnessed a few and luckily I witnessed a few by somebody calling me and telling me about it. Not really witnessed a few. Um, so let's, let's just kind of dive right in. So episode number 108, chemical ingestion scenarios. So when we think about ingestion, well, first off, the chemical has to get inside of us in some fashion. So in this one, we're not going to focus on uh, the other routes of exposure. We're just going to talk about ingestion. Um, so ingestion of industrial chemicals can occur through various accidental or unintentional pathways. So we'll go over a couple of scenarios and notice that I said industrial chemicals. This can also happen with household chemicals too, uh, but that of course is just um, such a different standard when it comes to uh, what the individual has for training. Do they have SDS on hand? Do they, uh, because it's a household. Um, um, so we're going to really focus more on the industrial ones that can happen. So let's look at scenario number one, the accidental swallowing. So we've all kind of uh, imagined how this could happen in the grand scheme of things then. So um, this is one that a uh, friend of mine had uh, called and told me about. Luckily, everything worked out really good, but uh, it could have gone awful. So let's just kind of go over this scenario. So employees may may accidentally swallow chemicals if they are not cautious when handling or transferring. And of course, um, I like to think that this is going to be caused either from a lack of PPE, uh, there's some kind of a spill, there's a leak, there's just there's just something that's not like an everyday scenario that's out there. So, and in um, uh, the case that my uh, friend had called me on, they were transferring hydrochloric acid from a drum the super super tiny pump so they were only trying to get you know half gallon here half gallon there so of course it's a 55 gallon drum half gallon here half gallon there um they were having trouble with the pump um the person just literally forgot it was acid had the power on and and just thought well if i just take it take the hose off kind of see if there's a clog in there and things um and it went right into the guy's mouth. Now, luckily, it was just a couple of drops. Of course, they had the SDS. They, they, they got him first aid very quickly, follow-up care at the hospital. Everything turned out great. Uh, but that was just a person who really thought they were doing right. They also did not have the proper PPE on. Um, they did have on gloves, but they chose not to wear the goggles or the face shield or, or any of that stuff, too. And they really thought they were doing right. You know, there's a problem with the pump. I'm just going to I'm just going to fi fix the uh, pump. Um, so these things can happen. Let's look at scenario two. 
so uh, contaminated hands and surfaces then so um, many times um, we can't we can't tell that we have a hazardous chemical there you know sometimes you can you know see it you can smell it you can the human nose isn't always good at smelling things um, and we also know that uh, that there's a lot of touching uh, of the hand that hand the mouth face the mouth all that kind of stuff then so improper hand hygiene of course can uh, lend itself a lot to this and sometimes we think about it's uh, on on the food type basis um, anybody who's worked in the workplace for a while knows that there are some people with spotty hygiene and you can you can see people picking their nose picking their ears or scratching their eyes you know um, I see a lot of guys after having lunch will put their finger right inside their mouth almost like they're getting something out or something's caught in their teeth or something like that so improper uh, improper hand hygiene of course uh, typically plays a uh, role in this scenario Let's look at scenario three so food and beverage or, well food or beverage contamination then so um, I've heard stories where uh, people store their lunch right in the same places that they store these chemicals in there too. So um, obviously, as you're you know using the handle on the door, you know, do you have uh, the residual on your gloves? You know, um, so so it comes from that kind of uh, contamination of uh, food or beverages. Then so for the labeling, the incorrect labeling of chemicals can lead to confusion. So. Uh, and then, of course, you can accidentally ingest this. So, this is the, one of um, one of the really awful scenarios that I heard from a friend of mine. He took over a um, a company. The person thought they were doing right. They took some methylene chloride, and they didn't worry about having it labeled because it was going to be for uh, for personal use. They were just taking it to the workstation, going to going to uh, use it right away. So they they chose not to label it. The guy couldn't find the chemical bottle. So he took a uh, Gatorade bottle and uh, just put in um, some Gatorade. I'm sorry, put in some uh, the chemical inside the Gatorade bottle, which was methylene chloride, took it to the workstation, did a few things, got sidetracked and left. Next person came, was doing stuff on a hot day and started to drink it. Luckily, that one worked out good too. Got him down to the hospital, got everything done very quickly. But this is another case where a person really thought they were doing right and just kind of put it in a a bottle that you wouldn't think had chemical in it, of course, you know, and it did. Scenario five, breathing and swallowing. And so uh, we know that uh, in the uh, workforce that airborne chemicals might be in, uh, might be inhaled. And at the same time, as they kind of go through your mouth, you know, into your lungs or settling in places then. So, and then as it settles, of course, it, um, there's a lot of moisture in, in your mouth, your nose, all that kind of stuff then really kind of adds to as it then gets uh, swallowed at some point in time, then that's, that's just another way that they can get inside of you. That is it for today's episode. We covered five chemical ingestion examples or scenarios or uh, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever you really, really want to call it. I can't stress enough the proper storage, um, hand hygiene. Just, just really work with the folks. Uh, there are people who um, 
are coming into your company with different levels of training, maybe some bad habits they're bringing from other companies too. So you also have to look at follow-on, new hire training, and all that kind of good stuff too then. So, uh, so episode number 108, Chemical Ingestion Scenarios is done. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Thank you and have a safe day.